0: Today
1: we're going to
2: talk about Growing With Fishes. Growing With Fishes. Hey everybody, welcome to Growing With Fishes podcast, episode 306. Um, We have uh, quite a lot of different things going on today. Um, so it's going to be a good episode. We have the team from Moore with us. Uh, going to be talking to us about their awesome microbial product and all kinds of other things. Um, uh, so thanks a lot for joining us, uh, Brendan and uh, Jasper.
0: What's up? How's it going? All good, man. By the way, congrats on all those episodes. That's a lot.
1: Yeah, 306. So that's just <laughs> mind blowing. It. When I think about. It, I mean, when we first. It's been that long, but it's hard to believe that he's done so many episodes.
2: Oh yeah. Wow. And um, if you guys are, uh, we'll do a, quick, a little quick house cleaning real quick before we get started. If uh, you guys are hanging out next weekend, uh, come hang out with me, Chris Trump, Matt Powers, Cass Posey, a whole bunch of other amazing people that have been on the show recently. Um, and uh, come out to the Myceliate Festival up by Seattle. It's about an hour south. Uh, it's a really, really awesome festival. Uh, tons of great people. Uh, Chris is doing a big Hawaiian pig roast. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I'll be up there next weekend. So come hang out. Uh, you certainly won't regret it. Uh, also, be sure to check out our classes. We do have the pest class, thepestclass.com. Uh, we do have a, an extensive uh, uh, pest control course that I've taken a ton of photos for. Uh, we have pest uh, pet, uh, beneficial insect release rates, um, spray application rates, and a whole bunch more. Uh, really, really good resource if you're looking to learn more about that. And then we also have the aquaponic cannabis class, um, if you're looking to learn all about aquaponic cannabis, uh, again, we have uh, about 400 new slides that we'll be uh, uploading here in the next two months on that as well uh, that we've gotten all recorded and I'm just editing up. So definitely check that out if you're looking for that. And um, to, to check out for our guest today, be sure to check out GrowWithMore.us if you want to check out more information about uh, our guests this afternoon or this evening. And get him um, on Instagram. Whatever you know. My what are you doing? Yep. They have all kinds of cool stuff. They're going to be talking to us today about it. And then their Instagram is also Grow With More.
1: Spelled out, literally all the same letters. G-R-O-W-W-I-T-H-M-O-R-E. That's one word.
2: All righty. Well, uh, thanks a lot for joining us today, guys. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about um, how you guys got started with More? Well, Jasper, you take because it starts in merry old England. Remember, do you want to introduce yourself first? And then we'll uh, uh, learn more about how you guys got started.
0: Of course, yeah, my name is Jasper Watts. Uh, obviously I'm English, but I live in California and in, in Los Angeles. Um, basically the, 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 the product was kind of developed a long time ago in South Africa. Um, and it was initially created for bioremediation. Uh, kind of crazy story, but they're actually trying to figure out a biological way to clean up oil spills and, and other contaminations. Um, so this guy figured out a way to, to harvest bacteria naturally. It would actually eat up all that, that grime and um, years pass and they, they go into the um, anaerobic digestion business and in Europe that's, a, that's quite a big business especially in Germany so on a, on a big farm they'll have a big digester and obviously they put all the farm waste in these digesters from manure to anything they've you know waste waste from harvest and that creates methane and that's you know renewable energy um so they, they initially were using more to speed up that process for the bacterial content. So they were getting a 20% increase in the turnover time of, of, of uh each run. So time mm-hmm. wasting. They didn't realize it was beneficial to plants until afterwards. You're left with the digestate, which is basically a compost. They put that back onto the fields. Um and they're noticing why is this field doing so much better than that field? Because that's a field that was used with the digestate from the more by uh, AD facilities. So about five years ago, um, they tasked me with coming out uh, with doing some research in the USA, and I got a brewer out here, set it up, and we did a trial in this this uh, trap farm in South Central, and we had amazing results. I think it was the first. We did two rooms. Um, I think it's 136 plants per room. We got, I think, a 19% increase in yield in that first trial, um, which is quite mind-blowing because that was the only difference. Everything else is exactly the same apart from 2% more. And that's when I uh, met my business partner who introduced me to Brendan. And four years later, here we are. So we're in this business. And uh, obviously, Brendan's an OG in this industry. My, my background is actually a lot of different things, but um, I'm, I'm a massive plant enthusiast. I've obviously grown cannabis plants a lot. Uh, I like that. I'm more of a marketing guy, so Brendan's really the expert.
1: Well, no, but time out. The proof for love of plants is right behind you. That, that, that's his own private little garden. You see, he takes his plants seriously. Yeah. Um, and and
0: uh, I have a, a more brewer on, on my property here. So I literally pour, I don't dilute it. I just pour 100% more on all my plants. And I have a food garden in the front. And I have this this baby to um, folia, feed all my plants. Correct. More. So mm. uh, yeah, it's great having it. You know, being able to just use it as I like. Um, plants love it, especially these subtropical plants. They really, you know, express themselves a lot. Especially in this. You know, it's a quite. Luckily, I have this massive oak tree, so I have this shade back here. But adding adding them more is definitely giving them a boost.
1: And keep in mind, he's in the L.A. area. It's, it's generally, this time of year, not so green and lush. It's usually a bit brown and burnt. So, you know, his tropics are held on well. I would say, can you touch on, you know, things that we found, but more importantly, I'll gladly touch on the stuff that people are telling us from what they're getting with it.
2: But, you know. I was going to say, at least in aquaponics, we've noticed a huge difference. Even at extremely low dose rate ratios, um, and then all the way up through uh, higher doses as well. Um, a huge reduction in the amount of fish waste in the system. Um, a huge redu- reduction in, um, just, or actually an increase in how bright white the roots are. The roots are always that neon white and healthy and, and even, um, and, and does really well with the biology and aquaponics. And, again, completely fish safe fish as well. But, oh yeah, the, the fish are more and more active as well. It seemed like they definitely had a response to them and, and something to do with uh you know just a noticeably less lethargic they had less white film on them
1: yeah but so, uh, the so, slime was okay. a little
2: yeah. less thicker
0: yeah it, if, if, fish's microbiome it, it helps to digest all that crappy you know mm-hmm. fish food this processed fish food you get these days is not it's not the best to be honest so anything that can help break all that stuff down and i have first hand experience because i have a fish tank um and not only my fish healthier, but it keeps my filter clean for longer. So- Right, like, less maintenance. Yeah, I was changing it out every month to put more in there and it adds a couple of weeks before I have to change it out. So it's large <laughs> and wide. <laughs> but yeah, they, um, overall, I mean, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a natural inoculant, So it keeps the root zone clean you get a bigger, healthier root, root system. And then you're obviously going to get healthier plants. if, if, you're, if you're
1: could, could, you, could you show or just link over to the, some of the IG pictures of, of more roots, because that's something I want to talk about in the cannabis side of things. Obviously with, it'll work with any plants, you know, it'll improve plant health in general. But I mean, if you can put, as that picture screen is shared, I mean, if you see those roots, there are no synthetic hormones. There's no chemicals or things you can't pronounce. It's all natural biology. That's a blend of things that's producing those roots. And as we used to say back in the day, bigger roots, bigger fruits. So if you have better rooting and better established plant, you're going to have better above ground too. It's just, it's, it's, it's weight. There's more. There's so many things that more does. That's why we came up with the name more because it's not a one trick pony. Yes. It'll break down complex solids. Yes. It'll, it'll some nutrients, It'll cycle things, but depending on the temperature of your water and what the buildup is, other species will become more active. Um,
0: It's funny. um, So mm -hmm. the uh, easy cloner, that that system of aeroponic growing, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's kind of everyone wants to run those sterile, but we've we've done trials with more in the, the easy cloners and you can run them for almost months. the the more actually keeps everything clean, obviously you can't run it that long because the roots get
1: What was that the the guy said? He he said, I'm from Oregon, and when I open up the 128 position cloner, it reminds me of walking in the forest after the rain. I don't have that any funk, you know, I was building up for his pumps and things previously he would get with biofilm. Uh, The roots talk speak for themselves. I mean, if you saw that that cutting's only maybe eight inches tall and it's got thick, fat roots like that already. That's day nine. Yeah, day nine, I mean, you know, come on. So the thing's probably six, seven inches tall and it's already rooting like that, you know?
0: Because overall, the, the health, it just helps to stabilize your system. I mean, uh, right. a lot of people are talking about cloning and fatalities and the you know, success rate. Um, mm-hmm. Switching to more, they've, they've had way higher success rate, many times, 100%. What
1: well, was the guy we spoke to the other day who said that, you know, in the past, he would have any- anywhere from a few to up to 10% of plant issues that is was plants and clones and veg? And after a few months, he just noticed that he was having like a damn near hundred percent success rate and he didn't change anything other than using more with his stuff. And then, um, if, if someone's interested in trialing or seeing for themselves, you know, we come from the put up or shut up generation. We're not afraid to show people that this really works. That's why there's plenty of proof. If you want to get more on our IG, just send a request and, uh, Notify us by email. I mean, we're easy to reach. It's either Jasper at biocat.us or Brendan at biocat.us, yeah, and ask yeah. our teams, You know, we'll yeah. answer. We're here to help.
0: Instagram DMs easy. Um, yeah, totally safe product too. You can actually. I'm, I'm not saying drink it, but I drink it sometimes. You do.
1: Your mo- you had your mother drink a, a pint of it, so. My no, he likes his mother. So let's get to get that out of the way first. I'm mean, sure he likes his mother a lot. She's great and <laughs> she wasn't afraid, which shows you that the Jasper the, the gene pool's got some intensity in it. That's what
0: I'll sure. actually go and fill up the pint and drink it in front of you guys.
2: <laughs> sure, there you go. I always love showmanship. There used to be uh, I used to go to do the aquarium trade and there was a guy that had a dechlorinator that was super safe and he would drink shots of it at all the shows. And he'd probably drink like a, you know, a, a, a half a liter or a liter of it over the course of the whole weekend, you know, and you're just like, huh, I guess this guy really thinks it's not toxic, you
1: know. <laughs> I saw one other product that I'm aware of that I saw the guy do that and he was totally fine. Um, that was that was stuff, deep sea minerals. They were actually piping up off of Vancouver in the in the kelp beds off the volcanic ridges. They were actually mining that stuff. But this more here, as he mentioned, is, is a digestive. It's like so you have the enzyme factor, the microbial factor, some traces of nutrients to keep the, the microbiology in stasis. Obviously, with BCT on site, we prefer use it fresh. But you, if you were to have it and you stored it and, the, and it's stored in a shelf at 80 degrees for a couple of months, it's not going to kill you when you open that lid. It's still going to be viable. And it's, very few companies can say that with a living, breathing solution.
0: Yeah, we actually we've actually done some trials and stuff we've had for six months and it still had really good benefits. So obviously we say fresh is better with anything living. So, mm. But talking about drinking it, so I feed it to my chickens, because um, I have chickens here. And it's definitely helps, helps to them. We actually did a trial in Europe feeding it to chickens. Um, and it, it decreased fatality rates by uh, 6%. And they had a massive increase in egg production too. So a very diverse product we're just tip of the iceberg with cannabis you start at the top and you work your way down um, obviously getting into agriculture is a lot more complicated so that's in the future
2: well i can tell you we've had great results using it in both lettuce and cannabis facilities and the aquaponics and had a uh, really good results and just healthier systems brighter on the lettuce especially just neon bright roots.
1: Yeah, I like the it's I find it's in the flavor profile, whether it's the terpenes your nose gets off of what any any flowering plant or, or food. But cannabis for me, I mean, it, it it's it's amazing. It's again, you're not you're not getting a thousand percent mega uber change of the world thing. But like to, to use a spinal tap quote, this 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 goes to 11. Take that little bit of extra out of your plant. It really does do it.
0: Exactly, it's just getting that extra, if you're already at the top of your game and you just want to get ahead of competition a little bit, give you that extra boost. Um, and cetera, so. I mean,
1: Guys that we've dealt with that, that are been doing this for decades and are dialed in and, you know, didn't want to say that you guys are full of shit, but he's like, oh fuck yeah, but I'm, like, my shit's right, my shit's right, like, okay. So it won't hurt anything if you do a trial to see for yourself. And then we wait, and we wait, and we don't hear from him, we don't hear from him, and then we get the, the bro call. We're like, okay. He sounds happy. And then we can, you know, get into it. And it's, you know, guys that had their stuff dialed in, we're still seeing three, four, five, six, seven, eight to 10% increases in yield and quality. So if you're a, you have your stuff dialed in, you're, you're aware of it and there's other little benefits so that, yes, you get a better plan at the end, but your reservoir is going to be cleaner. Your pumps are going to have to less gunk in them. Your lines are going to be a little bit cleaner. Your emitters, if your shit's full of gunk, at the start nobody's going to have a great day you know but if you start with a clean system or you allow it to soak through and break this stuff up and flush it out it just it just improves everything it, it saves you labor time yeah. and it helps your plants tremendously mm-hmm.
0: exactly so yeah i mean it, it populates the lines so anything parking through there is getting you know it's not allowing anything to attach to the lines but like you said if you have really dirty system we've had some trials happen and people have had really gunked up lines and they're like what the hell's going on like sh- all this shit coming out of my lines i'm like yeah because you're you're we're breaking all that down and you're getting it out of your you know your myth." Yeah. so obviously i
1: had, had a guy who, who said that that more created it because he could not admit or accept that he had that much crap in his system yeah it looked like evil black death toothpaste it was just hideously bad you know and you've seen that stuff when you, when you break a line in the middle or you have emitter thing, in the pipe and you go, you know, oh my God, it's just instant vomit. It's so absolutely disgusting. You'll have biofilm in any environment if you're using organic stuff. It's the magnitude of the buildup that's the problem. So if you can mitigate the sludge buildup and turn a lot of that sludge back into plant available materials, or at least free it up so you can flush it out. You know, one of my worst jobs in a grow room was going by the drains. You know, if it's just it, if, if you don't have your shit dialed in, that's where, you know, right away that stank. It's, it's like, oh, uh, just it's just so and it's just gone. You just don't have it. You know, And I, I have this stupid grin on my face. I remember back in the day we couldn't talk about stuff. You couldn't tell somebody, I this, use that. I'll leave the company. I won't throw it under the bus. So I know a big company that was selling uh, enzyme and, and rooting stuff, you know. And like a hundred something dollars a bottle and it was 99.5% water. And All they did was repackage commercial septic tank cleaner. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're not doing that. We're, we're bringing you a viable organic thing, which helps you from front to back. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, it won't break your back or your bank. And if you're a commercial farm, we have the system where it can be on-site brewing for you. And if you want us to change, change it, as long as you have a good internet connection, we can turn it up or down for you. So, you know, as commercial farmers go, if you put the BCT up there in the screen, that'd be cool. Try. Yeah, so if you could see what one of our systems is. Okay, there's yeah. a BCT.
0: That's a BCT 100, so... That's 200, it says there on the screen, but... No, it's not, it's just a photo, but that, so basically, you get 80% capacity on, on one of those systems, so that will create 80 yeah. gallons more uh, per... Okay. Yeah. Which will treat... Um, 4,000
1: gallons of water a day. We also have percent usage, right? So, yeah. if, if you're a commercial farm and you're using 3,000 gallons of water a day, well, we just turn it down a little bit to 60 gallons and bang, you know, like it's, it's real straightforward, real simple. And more importantly, all you're doing is, is at that red funnel at the top there is on the schedule, depending on how much more you use, there's a schedule to recharge it. And it's just a little scoop and you just dump the scoops in. You never empty it out. That's why you said leave at least twenty percent in there, so it's always viable in there to keep propagating more and more. And if, like, you have your own eyesight reservoir, or you can tap it directly into your system, and it just pulls it right away. That's Unlike anything organic, you want to make sure it's not exposed to light. You, to, you know, common sense applies to anything organic.
0: There's a pretty low maintenance system. You just have to clean the filter in the reservoir, uh, change it once once a month. Um, pretty much, that's it uh for those systems so we have we have a bunch of different sizes if you have a 20 gallon which is more of a testing or for a home grow or a small farm that treats 800 gallons a day um and then the 100 which you just saw and then a 200 all up to a 500 so depending on the size of your farm we can like outfit anything
1: and guys that have lots of greenhouses what a few of them did was they put one in each greenhouse so they don't have to plumb across or around or you know are like different buildings that are on a big property. So we have guys with a big, huge one here, a smaller size there and a smaller one over here kind of thing.
2: Yeah, no, and the other thing I noticed that um, when we added it to the uh, MBBRs and aquaponics, the moving media bed reactors, that really seemed to, you know, free yeah. up, almost kind of brew up for a little bit longer and, and make a, a really uh, a larger, increase the efficacy of it when we did add it to the system.
1: What I, I want to point out, because you brought this to my attention, is that he's talking about we're talking about using the cannabis at a, a cloning at four percent or veg at three percent or flower two percent. He's talking about a quarter of a percent,
2: yeah, really,
1: and seeing percent. good results in aquaponics. Yeah, we're, we're adding
2: like a gallon per yeah. ten thousand aquaponics systems, right. so two gallons per ten thousand, and getting really good results with that even in that scenario. And it was. It's it's really been uh, especially for the lettuce guys that are having issues with some of the root problems, really kind of a great solution for them. Well, can you figure that at those doses?
1: I mean, I'm just do a quickie math in my head. If I know someone's using a two percent and they're going through, you know, a couple hundred gallons or more a month, they're only paying pennies to use it. At that rate, they're paying like. A tenth or to a quarter of yeah, a cent.
2: You're, yeah, your per plant. Per gallon, you yeah, know, per, per you know, plant application. Right. It's,
1: it's just cheap. Right. So if you're doing bezel, you know, a few thousand gallon system, it's your electricity costs more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So obviously, um, we recommend using it every watering, more for like the line cleaning aspect and for the, the benefits to the plant. But some people choose to use it, you know.
2: Oh, yeah, for a
0: couple of times.
2: For living organics, obviously, it's yeah, a little different working. with the aquaponics because it's a larger volume. But uh, with, with the other stuff, it works just fine as well. Um, uh, we, I found it works very synergistically with a lot of the other uh, stuff that people use as well. We haven't had any kind of negativity with it. We run KF with it as well, and it seems like it complements all that stuff. There's only the one aquaponics. product
1: so far that Jasper yes, and I have to do a bit more homework on. That it, oh yeah, doesn't build yeah. up, and it still doesn't make sense to me. And so I got to read right out behind the scenes and figure out what that is, but. As far as with other products, like Steve mentioned, the standard things people use, you'll get better roots with more. We have people who use just more. We have people who use more with this rooting product or that rooting product or just that rooting product. And whatever combination they did, there was a definite improvement in the roots. Whether they used you know some other thing they wanted to or just more by itself, they're still getting those roots. So yeah, I mean,
0: it's just it's an additive. You add it to your your SOP, you're not. You could clone with it on your own, but if you already have an S.A.P., you just add more to it and it will just help break everything down. And- Why
2: don't you tell us a little bit more about the biodiversity in there? I uh, know it's definitely an area that it's, it's got some really cool stuff well, going because on. Because there's, there's some, you know, so in the, the neighborhood of seven,
1: 700 species in there, I go through. It's, it's, you have things from protobacteria to archaeotes. And again, all small ratios, but it's just like molybdenum, you know, in, in a system or strontium in a system where you could have a few pf, PPM and you'll see a difference in your plants. Having these micro traces of all these species, you, you, you get the synergy between the species. And more importantly, as the conditions change, less oxygen, more oxygen, a little bit warm, a little bit cooler, the ratios and balance shift, but they don't negate each other. When people are putting out farmed microbials, like I said, they have a specific bag of, they say this is Bacillus subtilis and or this is this fungi and this is this one. The problem is with all these things bred in isolation is as soon as they're introduced into a production environment, they're decimated because they have no competition skills. Where more is literally hundreds of species living in a solution together <clears throat> and dealing with each other and still functioning and still lasting even after months of time in tests with test labs. It rewrote the book in my own head. And I remember when Jasper Jerome and all the rest of the guys and we were, Hugo, we were sitting down and we we're going over things. And I'm like, I gotta go do some homework because this breaks ideas I, or truths that I thought were, like this can't work because, this can't work because. And as I went through all these things, after I got done scratching my head and let the ego fall away and go, well, here's the, here are the facts. Here's what's really happening. Those roots are not lies. You know, I've used even it's super expensive, and I'll, you know, I'll throw it under the bus, but you know who you are, your expensive rooting companies that, that claim your miracle stuff with your synthetic hormone, indolebutyric acid. Uh, if you yeah, have please. natural microbials produce indolacetic acid, which is n- nature's rooting hormone, you get those kind of roots like you saw on the IG page. And I mean, if you have roots like that, I don't care what your crop selection is, what's happening with there means what's happening above ground is that much better. You know? mm-hmm. If you want to get crazier with it, I'll get crazy, but I am want to go down a list name by name, but to say, if someone wants a nerd out hard and is like, well, what about this? What about that? Jasper and I can get you reports, which you can show you things. And we have tests in multiple fields and multiple industries to show what this stuff does. There's, there's nothing snake oil about it. And we're not greedy efforts. We're not trying to ruin people. We're trying to mm-hmm. introduce them
2: to a better way of doing things. The other thing too, I know people are using it now on planted aquariums as well. So, you know, if you're running planted aquariums, um, that can also help increase your, your cleanliness of your aquarium and the, uh, the healthy, healthiness of your you uh, know, aquatic plants as well.
1: The, the people in the back of the tank, vertical filters, they're the ones that see the most because, you know, when you open some of those things up, it's pretty, it's pupable, pretty you know? Yeah, And when, when you open them up, and you're like, eh, it's a bit bad, but it's not like, you're not terrified of it anymore. Is that really, whatever that combination of, of super negative sludge and plant poop is, more
2: mitigates it. What are some of the other, um, uh, you guys work a lot with people on their cloning stuff and things like that. What are some of maybe other tips you guys have uh, for people that are doing cloning? I know uh, I'm a big fan of dipping clones. Um, what I see with
1: clones, you know, and especially a lot of commercial places, is what they do is they do their 45 degree cut, right? You know, they'll, they'll clean it with whatever sterilization method they have, but they won't dip it. And if if I want my plants to be just so, and I want to make roots that start not just coming out of the very bottom of the 45 degree cup, but I want to have them coming out, you know, that good inch or so above it, I like to peel back some of the epithelial cells on the bottom there, not hard, not strip it too much, just break that excess of the outside skin off and you dip it. And when you see those roots starting, especially like an arrow cleaner like Jasper mentioned, when you see the strip, you see the roots coming from everywhere you stripped, you know, which that means-
0: Recently I've been doing, so we run trials every two weeks and we have four easy cloners and I haven't been stripping recently and the roots still pop out, you know, an inch okay. up from the top. Yeah. So I, I get what you're saying, but um, you don't, you know, I don't think you even need to do that.
2: I was, I was interested in it just because it's one of the few things that really is compatible with aquaponics. You know, there aren't a ton of these different products out right. there that are fish safe, um, which was uh, well, there
1: was somebody that we spoke to that was using peroxides and bleaches and things like that, oh, yeah. and we're like, um, you can't do that with living things." Yep. But it cleans it, yeah. Well, if you're dealing with live fish, you just made them really effing sick if they survive. If you're, you know, you know, so people that have that in their SOP, we tell them if you if you must insist on using peroxides and bleaches, well, know that you've killed everything in your system from the front to the end. I said repopulate it. So if you're going to do that flush the reservoir, you know, and then start a new one sure. and then, re, you know, this week and then clean it again. So don't, don't overlap those days. Don't waste the stuff, so, you know, but you don't need to do that. If you set your system up, right. Yeah, absolutely. And all that labor time, that's the part that kills me that when you think, when you would chop, clean, replant, well, after a chop in a more room, you don't spend three days scrubbing that place, you know, top to bottom. You just wipe it down, flush it out and put them up the next day or same day.
2: Yeah. The other thing I, I think it's also really good for is if you're starting a new aquaponic system, especially commercial aquaponic system, and you're trying to seed the microbes in that, you get a microbe lift pond uh, uh, cycling kit and, one, and a thing of more, and, and uh, maybe a little bit of MFP to add in there as well for the phosphorus and you will have a system that is ready to rock in two to four weeks. You won't have to wait that. Typically they tell you, you gotta wait two to four months or six months until your system's optimal. No, there's absolutely no reason if you do that. You only need to wait that two to four weeks for that system to fully colonize out. And by using something like more, that's gonna give you a broad diversity of those mineralizing microbes, you're gonna have a really wide ranging mineralization process in your system from day one, for that fish waste to be as bioavailable to your plants as possible uh, i think that's something that people really screw up setting up commercial systems especially they're not inoculating with these types of things in the beginning and, they, and then they end up waiting six months down the line investors don't want to hear that shit. they want to be able to make money immediately you know they don't want to wait here that it's going to take six months to get cycled. that's one of the reasons why aquaponics has been kind of put upon and we can kind of skip all that shit by just inoculating in the beginning but more importantly
1: Complex like solids below are all getting broken down, exactly. but the root exudates that are slowing the growth. Now you have biology, which is is cycling that yep. and, and turning it back into plant available food. You're expanding your plant's growth cycle while cleaning. Yep,
2: jump starting yeah. that ecosystem.
1: Right, right. right you know?
0: And, and for anyone kid- out there who wants to trial it, I actually have a discount code, forty percent off for this podcast. So the code awesome. is the code is. Forty more. If you go on our um, website, growwithmore.us/store, um, and just put that code in on checkout. Um, also, DM me if you have any other questions. But yeah, I'd love love for you aqu- aquaponic guys to try it out. I think it's great. I mean, I mean it you said, I'm
1: gonna have him put the code up. He's gonna post the code to to his people now, man. You said it was forty more. Yeah, we growwithmore.us/slash. I want to make sure you get the whole.
2: Yeah, I'll put the website, but it was, the code was forty more.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
0: yeah, I mean, uh, you got happy fish, you got healthy poo, and that's that's going to translate into what you what you're looking for. Actually. Yeah.
1: One of the things I remember in aquaponics, just if I saw it in a tank, was that the water looked like it was HD clear, like it we didn't have the little. Kind of like a fog like a almost like a dissipation the screen the water's not perfectly clean you kind of see like a little film mm-hmm. but that was noticeably lessened like the colors of the fish look more vibrant to me because there was less sludge on them less on
2: them. The, you know if you're in a in a, a state or one of the other things that you can't use things like knf you know some regulatory systems you can't you do stuff like that it has to be something that is approved for use on agriculture crops This you know, gives you a great way to keep your lines clean and um you know give you something that's a little more consistent if you're not especially if you're newer to making all that stuff uh it can be a little bit more um of a, a challenge to some people and, uh, and you know sometimes you just don't have time you know sometimes you just need to grab something and, and use it you don't have time for that stuff so it definitely gives you a great way to have that kind of reliable source that meets a lot of those same type of goals that you would with some of the other inputs that we talked about on the show before
0: yeah i mean i love compost tea it's it's amazing but it's, it's a lot of work especially if you're new or it's just a, a labor thing. You need
1: too. time, you know, so to, 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 if you're doing a, a long-term compost and you're making teas with it, yes, it's great to have all this stuff. If you have a worm farm, you can do a couple of things to work in balance with each other.
0: Which I, but, I love all that stuff more than anything. I, if I had the time to do all that, I would, I'd be doing it all day, but... Yeah. Know, Not everybody does,
2: especially commercial. on the commercial
0: farm. fun <laughs> way to way to get all that, um, that bacteria. So, I mean. mm
1: mm-hmm but the going back to what you said earlier about the amount of strains and the families of types in there. Um, like I said, I myself had to rewrite the book in my head when I had to understand it, because it, 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 was contradicting with what I thought I knew for a while. And when I finally just studied the facts, you know, I'm using it and this is what I'm seeing. I'm like, damn, and then after we're discussing it with the guys, we're going back and forth. What can we say? Because every state's got different rules, different laws, where you're allowed to put, where you allowed to talk. I said, just yeah. see for yourself, man. Try it. You know, you don't believe yeah. me? Here, you yeah. try it. And they go, damn, dude. And they came back yeah. with the bro talk. I call, it, you know, I get the bro yeah. call. And we trial this. I, a couple I, of
0: I, I compost here in my house and I have a worm farm and I put more in both of them. It definitely helps speed up the composting. I and mean, The worms love it. So it, it, if you're that type of a <laughs> farmer, then it will just... It's just an extra boost for what you're
1: doing. You know what we have to do. He we, we, need to, we need to prove something. That, I'll do it with all the dog shit. No, 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 not that. No, no. I want to
2: send it to Coop. <laughs> See if it, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell, yeah. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd say something uh, entertaining and grumpy and. Yeah. Um. But uh, we love Coop. Uh, <laughs> uh, I actually sent him a link to the show tonight. I was going to help you he pop on, but it's all right. Um. Uh, he comes on the show here uh, semi regularly. Um, but uh, um, yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, something different and something that you absolutely can use with all your other stuff uh, in your aquaponics without any type of negative uh, issues. And
1: I want to touch back in, on your aquaponics, but what you found is that a much lower usage rates. so it even goes further yeah. in aquaponics than it does yeah. in soil or in other systems.
2: Yeah, we can. you can just use it as like a seed microbe, just like I was saying in the beginning, seeding your system, the more diversity you have, the better. You really can't go wrong, especially be- with... Yeah, need up
0: water, obviously. So it's it's going to be in the water, and it's not draining to waste. So obviously, yeah, right, right.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's going to breed off of that fish waste and uh, further uh, live in the you know yeah, stuff, increase right. the mineralization and all that. And again, we it's one of the standard products that we use for all of our commercial cycling. Um, the reason why we're we you know having them on the show is because it's one of the few products that we found does work really well and have a big difference in mineralization. Um, You can add it to your mineralization tanks as well, you know, if you're doing offline brewing, but um, it has made a noticeable difference in total PPMs. You guys know that we monitor that stuff quite closely. Uh, You know, we have a whole service with True Aquaponics where we handle over half a million gallons of systems across the country. uh, And, you know, we're actually slowly increasing in customers as well each month. So um, I don't know what our current number is, but that's the last number I I checked. it. It was over, over half a million gallons. So definitely check it out. Again, uh, this is some of the different chip tips and tricks and, and good products that we like to use to help you know make sure that our aquaponic systems are healthy and we're not having to deal with any types of problems, especially in the heat. Um, that's another one where I think people really um, underestimate the power of having some of this stuff. I, you know, you often hear people in, in the high heat of the summer having root rot and other things. If you've got a good microbial diversity in your root system, you're not gonna have those problems. You can really help mitigate that
1: big time, especially you know, when your temperature
0: and <laughs> <pretty laughs> like nature always wins. <laughs> I'm actually going to go and fill this up with some more and so you can see me drink it. Okay.
1: All, right. <laughs> All right. There you go. See? So, but, uh, it's, it's funny because when you think of, the, well, cycle of life type of thing, but, you know, we got so technical with what we thought was right with NPK, with basic mineral inputs, you know? And then the crops would look okay, and they still do a lot of commercial farming things, but they don't taste okay. They don't smell okay, you know? And when you get the, the biodiversity back in there, I mean, the, the expressions of the plants, the,
2: the flavors, that, you know, it, everything improves. Sure. So I think- Since least uh, stepped, well, I, I, you know what, we'll wait till he, uh, mm-hmm. he has to run since he has a hard stop, and then we can
1: talk about it on yeah. a different topic. Right, but I was just thinking that, even if, whether it's bioremediation, whether it's toxic waste breakdown, I mean, whether it's cleaning up your lines, helping your plants' roots, that when you have a biodiversity, ex- extensive biodiversity, it can shift and pivot towards fixing whatever that is or working with what it is, you know? So,
0: If my wife is. worked around the side of the house, show you me taking it out of my reactor, but this is, uh, this is more straight out of the reactor, so it's pretty clear. Yeah. And, uh, cheers. Thank
2: <laughs> See, I want any microbial products, you know, people drink it live on on a live stream.
0: Tastes like, <laughs> Say you go to a, ra- a forest after it rained and the moss and everything. It kind of tastes like that.
1: Nice. That's awesome. It smells like camping. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's good. Mm-hmm. His voice didn't change. Yeah. He had no purple dots. Didn't in his face turn green. Yeah. Didn't grow. Right, right.
0: we have good bowel movements tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to clean your pipes just
0: so. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i just want to think that that that, <laughs> that code that jasper gave you is amazing the code the 40 more well you know if you guys are curious you want to try you know hit up GrowWithMore.us website like you said look for the product there use okay, the code outrageous, the checkout
0: outrageous because this thing is outrageous just dm me on the grow with more yeah pm right on ig either yeah anywhere you want to do
1: it
2: uh, How 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 i got turned on to it started using it was um we have a lot of lettuce people and stuff that are just afraid of knf and this was kind of a good solution for us as far as a line cleaner and a lactobacillus replacement um, for people that want to have an off the shelf, kind of more regulated product. Um, and that's, uh, we started using it and we've had a, a lot of good success with quite a few different customers. So definitely uh, check it out. Uh, I'll throw the website back up here. Uh, uh, so make sure you guys have it. And it's uh, growwithmore.us grow with for our audio listeners.
0: Yeah. And just check out the Instagram because that's updated daily. Whereas this is, you know, the website. We're not on the website that much. Yeah, but
1: did you the store right there? If you go scroll up. See, BioCats. Just use that one. Yeah, and I mean, if people when they when they get accepted or get approved, you know, you'll see what we have in there. And a lot of good people are using it. And A lot of people, movers and shakers, and you know, founders of movements are using it because they get it and it does work. Those people wouldn't use stuff. They get access to anybody's anywhere. They whatever they want. You know. So I think that's some of the best subtle marketing I've ever had is to see that these guys who are, you know, top of top across their fields are using it because they know it's bringing what we said it bring bring.
2: So we had a question in chat. Have you used more as a foliar spray to treat powdery mildew?
0: Um, it's been used as a foliar spray, yeah. Um, it's a one-to-one dilution. Uh, there has been some success with powdery mildew because obviously it populates that plant so it, nothing else can retake really take over. I think it's something you need to try and, and I'm willing to give people a free sample to do that test if they want to do it.
2: Cool. Awesome. Well, there you go. Uh, if you're having issues, uh, uh, shoot them an email and uh, and they'll take care of you.
0: Just get one of these and get busy.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. You,
0: you, you, I, I do it 100% because I, I, I can use as much as I like. Because
1: he's a spoiler, so he uses more, uses more and more than he should. He's just a <laughs> Also, yeah. <laughs> you can't OD on it. Like some other products, if you go a few points over, like your plants hate you, and there's terrible things going on. Sure. It's really hard to overdose of where we haven't seen it happen yet. But we were always about getting the most efficient use of it. That's why when you told me that your aquaponics percentages were even lower, you're seeing results. I'm like, damn.
2: oh yeah. And again, with the lettuce, it was noticeably different in terms of bolting times. In the heat in the summertime, they were not bolting as often. Uh, And then we had a big difference in how bright white the roots are. When the water temperature gets warmer, they tend to not be as bright white. Mm -hmm. And and we also increasing nitrogen. We noticed there was an increase in nitrates, uh, and it was breaking down a lot of that sludge in in the DWC refs. I want to point out something with, with nitrogen that a lot of people don't understand. They just think I have nitrogen, but what form? Oh, nitrates. It increases yeah. the nitrate, you know, is increasing the cycling of the system. That's why again, it's a great product for new aquaponic systems. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a commercial aquaponic system, get a get a five-gallon thing of it and dump it in there and and, and colonize the system with that bacteria and go nuts. And then you know, do a regimented treatment uh, you know, after that. Um, and you'll have a great um, a great way to kind of jumpstart your system and, and skip that whole three month process.
1: You're having to stabilize a tank over that period of time when you want to get it going is that facilitates you getting it going faster, as you said.
2: Yep. It's still uh, wants. You look. This is his more so, face. So, okay. so you you grew up in the UK?
0: Yeah, I grew up in London. Yeah, so I've been uh, here for uh, twenty years.
2: Uh, yeah. So tell us about the if you're up for it. Tell us about the old uh, the cannabis scene in London.
0: Uh well. It's, I mean, it's all trap scene, but a guy who was just here uh, watching my house, he has a trap grow in London. So he had like a, he lives in a warehouse, and uh, every day worried he's gonna get raided. But a <laughs> they've got their own little scene going on. They don't, they have their own little strains popping off out there. I actually gave him, I actually bred some uh, seeds out here, and they took him back to the UK, and it was pretty popular. So <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. <laughs>
1: Well, I had a couple of friends that were, some, that came here and one of them got, got a, um, what's that word, they're going to kick you out of the country, uh, deported, yeah, because they found out his history and like, no, you can't be here, sorry. It's like, what?
0: Like, huh? we, when I was in college, we, we were growing in our house and we got raided by the police, they smashed in the door and um, took all our plants. And my best friend, Dula, uh, he hasn't been able to come into the country since because he's, he's got a right. swipe on his name. It's really sad, it's it's that.
1: Intense. You know, you have people that done all kinds of ridiculous crimes and they come no problem But like, there's he can't come here and there's a country, I can't go to Canada still, you know, just stupid little things. Like, it's, it's weed, people. I didn't, no yeah. one shot anybody, no one stabbed anybody, no one didn't, you know, no one stole from anybody.
0: Plant. And, and the thing is, I love growing, like the, growing a cannabis plant is just the most beautiful thing. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's something about the plant. is therapeutic. It's, it's therapeutic, it's magical. I love, I love the plants. Yeah.
1: A lot of veterans I had the chance to work with that that were working on PTSD and anger and rage stuff, um, teaching them how to grow, and they get really good at it because they're super attentive to those plants.
0: Hey, I, and, I have so many guys on Instagram who are ex ex army guys or veterans yeah. you have injuries who are like growing now, and and they're so into it. They love yeah, it. Yeah, the
2: the two good people to hire when you're working in a cannabis facility and you need like a head grower or a manager or a a team leader or whatever, uh, are ex-military guys because they're used to protocols, procedures, and SOPs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, if They don't have that. They don't know how they to operate, they have to have that. Yeah. So they work really well as far as data tracking, logging. You never have any problems that the people I love are. And then mm-hmm. people that worked in the black market because they have this like behavioral paranoia about everything that you can't teach these young kids they just they didn't grow up in it right it's it's like you 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 either grew up worrying about what went in the trash and your power right, and right, the lights right. and every last angle that Dude. you could get busted that or you didn't right like you <laughs> there's I, no way to teach that <laughs>
1: i remember i remember it, one, one of the things you know back in the day is someone tri- just trimming and they threw it in my garbage and i was like are you out of your in mine yeah. man yeah you put that in a separate bag and you throw it away to dumpster work you don't do that shit here you can't throw it away they're getting you nothing know, they, yeah we were just paranoid and then i found out in australia that they put those ppm sensors in the sewer system and they could just quadrant up well oh, that, that's the house yeah. and then the power companies with people stealing power now they can monitor that so well
0: yeah, yeah in, in the uk so my my friend's place um so they figured out a way to tap the the electricity so they don't have that problem, but still, it's so sketchy growing in London.
1: Yeah, but if, the, if, if you're tapping power and a smart grid is put in, they'll find where the power is being leaked very quickly. And they did that in, the, in the, just well, this- in California. They did that in the Inland Empire. And there was this guy I used to see this grower back and was still black market days, and he was such a douchebag. And he was always bragging and this and that other thing. They caught him. He had 220,000 watt lights in flower alone. That whole structure was a legal cool. power tap. Do you remember
2: the biggest he's one? Prison. He's prison, he's done. The biggest one in Philadelphia, they had the whole lower f- two floors of a maraschino cherry factory, and they were running this, the exhaust through the maraschino cherry factory with all the funky smells and the chemical treatments of maraschino cherries. It was completely undetectable. Uh, and you know, I never reported it. So that ran on for years. I don't know, it was like, or you know, I don't know who ran it, but that was a, a long-running one in Philadelphia that got busted. It was the biggest one in Philadelphia downtown that got busted. So,
0: what do you guys think about this industry? Obviously, it's a massive struggle right now. Um, well, it's, of- it's
2: it can,
1: we've become a commodity like anything else. The only problem with our commodity is it's absolutely, extremely, completely overtaxed at, at too many levels. Yeah. So now, people that were making two and a half, three, four grand or more a, a pound with a production cost of, of this. Well, all their costs have gone up and the price per pounds come way down. So if you're not super efficient and dialed in on your processes, you're, you're
2: bleeding money. Do
0: you think that's Anything to do with oversaturation of the market
1: too,
2: though? And no, not- no, 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 no. Part of it, it just has to do with, you have this weird thing where you have two thirds of the country's legal and the other third isn't. Yeah. So it creates this strange black market stuff. But I think, what is fucked about the federal legalization bill is, and we've, we did a whole episode on this where we went through the entire bill um, and, and talked about different points, is the taxation rates are bonkers. Um, and, you know, 5.5 going to, tw- uh, or 5% going to 12.5% for small and medium producers, and then 10% going to 25% for large-scale producers. That's on top of the already existing, in some cases as high as 40% state taxes or even higher, for <laughs> cultivation, processing, and retail, yeah. right? No other agriculture commodity is Nothing. taxed at, at, at cultivation. Yeah. No farmer selling corn, wheat, soy, any of that shit pays taxes on that, right? That, that's completely insane. You should not be growing. At the point of retail, when it's sold for final production, yes, that's when it's taxed. But that it, you can't tax it at every point along the way. They, they, they continue to try and bleed us dry of any amount of profits. And there's just, Again, when you get to scale, it's less painful, but it just gets incredibly expensive. <laughs> um, and, and unless <laughs> if they pass the bill as it currently is, it's going to be a gift to the black market. And the good old days are coming back, where you can get decent prices in the black market because who the fuck is going to go pay ninety dollars after tax for an eighth? Yeah, of no
0: course.
2: Nobody. Yeah, it's
0: everyone back to the black market. I have. Legal growers that I know are going, they're setting in the black market because they can't make enough money to keep the doors open. So, yeah, it's brutal. It's point that the, the government's got to realize that they have to make it. greed.
1: They think it's free money. And they yeah. think that, that they're it's almost like they're trying well, to penalize people that know how to grow because you were doing this before it was legal. So, you made this they, money.
2: If they yeah. cap the total tax between the federal and local at 10%, or even 15%. Just like, even
1: if it's like cigarettes and alcohol, right. you to to pay at the end, not every step. Yeah, the what way. I'm
2: saying is just at the point of retail and cap it at 10 to 15%, while completely ridiculous, the market could support that. Yeah. Right. But this bullshit of thinking they're gonna get 25% at the federal level and then have state, county, and, county and, and, township, and township and city and fucking yeah. taxes on that, fuck all that. There's no fucking There's way. No yeah. Like-
1: The only way it could work is if you could grow the dank as a dank for nothing.
2: Yeah. So someone in in chat saying you can get eighths for 20 bucks here in Oklahoma. Yeah. You can get ounces for 40. First off it's garbage outdoor. i have yet to see anything that's remotely smokable that was in that price range. But second of all, you have stuff that, you know, so add 25% to that. Now you're adding, you know, a $20 eighth is now $25. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. It's tough. I think, um, I think those who have the
1: right procedures and processes will survive. Those who don't won't.
0: To be honest with you, I think a lot of it is to do with the, you know, the marketing and distribution. If you have that side of the business set up, I think the quality of weed is very important, obviously. But if you have that side set up, obviously, you can do better because.
1: Well, the people who are vertically integrated, so they're not paying every extra steps, they have to have all those extra licenses so that the initial buy-in is higher. So They have room to survive because they're not paying extra taxes from themselves. Speaking not, of you know,
2: speaking not- of quality, shout out to uh, Essential Flowers. We stopped by oh, yeah. here today. Um, we'll smoke some weed here. There's in a second. They had some fucking fire weed. They have some uh, like 6% terpenes, you know, uh, Low 30s of THC's. It even has some interesting blends were really, had, really a couple of Really, really evolving flavors. Yeah, no,
1: but one of the strains before it was even smoked, it had Delta 9 and Delta 8 in it already. And I'm very curious about that science. I would love to see the lab on that because that implies that somehow along the way, something processed started a degrading one. and it changed. It. Um, and the irony being that, you know, I'm lucky enough to be in this game to travel a lot and go all around the world. And this really nice girl we stumbled upon is literally 10 minutes from my yeah house. I like, could ride my bike there.
2: <laughs> um, what are the odds? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's, it's that's crazy. But that,
0: is I'd that say that for you to sleep today, Brendan. I, I think, is, that
1: what? is that what put you to sleep today? Um that I'm not, I'm and basically <laughs> not having lunch at lunchtime <laughs> and then going a couple hours extra on a hot day. It just I'm I'm hypoglycemic. If I don't eat every few hours, I drop, just bang. And I was I said, uh, we were talking and I said to Steve, I, I got to sit down somewhere, man. I'm done. And he's like, Yeah, you saw my face, goes, You got to eat. You know, <laughs> and yeah. he gave me a, a Coke and a cookie and some stuff. And in 10 minutes, I was fine, but I was, I was fading pretty fast. You need
0: to eat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's, I, I had a trade show in England. In fact, uh, I jet lag, got in, went, set up, worked the show. And the guy, the Australians that I was working that gig with, it's like, we'll have a big dinner tonight. Don't worry about it. I'm like, no, I have to eat every few hours. You don't understand. Oh, we're, 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 the show's too busy. We can't go. I, go, I have to eat. And then they, they say, no, and he makes you wait, makes you wait. And then he, he turned around I was face down on the floor, literally just dropped like a rock because I'm hypoglycemic. I have to eat. It's not a question of, yeah, we'll get to it. It's, no, it's like you see in my face. I start turning whiter and whiter, blanker stare, and then down I go.
2: No, he does. He, he wilts in like three to five minutes. He's, he's done. <laughs>
1: How's the
0: weather out there? Is it really hot and humid out there, or what is the weather like out there?
2: It was ninety-eight <laughs> today. It was
1: like ninety-eight. It wasn't super humid today, but we've had days where it was like, "Damn!" Like you walk outside, you know, ten steps, you go, um, "This is a bad idea."
0: <laughs> uh, I, was, I was just in Europe, and it was it was hot like it is out here, but it's so humid. So coming back to yeah. California was like, "What well, is a relief?" Really I remember cool.
1: when I lived in France, there were summer days where
2: it was just brutal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A big issue
2: well i know you have a, a hard stop here <laughs> in a few minutes do you want to tell everybody how to find you <laughs> find out more information about you
0: thanks for watching guys so at, at grow with more is an instagram that's the best way to find me dm me that's me personally <laughs> um, anything you need if it's shipping too expensive let me know i'll give you i'll give you more of a deal i just want i want people to try it and see it for themselves and uh, yeah, yeah that's it
1: Thank you know, if you have technical questions, just send them in to us. Like I said, you can reach us on IG or email directly, your website, whatever. You know, smoke signals if it comes to it. But the idea being is that we're wide open. We, we love food, good quality food, good quality weed. I mean, it's the whole point is you can get better stuff for yourself. You can get cleaner, healthier, and better. Why wouldn't you do that? made it so it's, it's it's not gonna break your ball your wall or your back to do this.
0: Keep it natural. That's what I'm saying. All right guys. Well oh, peace. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you.
2: Cheers. <laughs> well that was really fun. Um uh, we'll,
1: uh the code the, man
2: oh yeah the... let's uh so if you want to check out more um you can go to uh but I threw it in chat. I'll just put that in it to the, the, description. the IG. You
1: just go to the store and IG. But yeah, as he
2: said. Um, so you can go to the website here and use uh, 40 more <laughs> to get 40% off your first order. I'm using on, on the IG as a store too, though. If you click on the IG, there's a link to this. See?
1: Okay. All um, right. There you go. Next up. Uh, just real easy, straightforward to do. And I'll uh, use that code. And as Jasper just mentioned before, he, he had to jump. Uh if there's some kind of weird issue with shipping or something, you know, talk to them, send an email. Let's find out what's the problem. We'll figure out a way to make it work because we know what you're gonna see. We know what the product can do for you.
2: Um, anything new with uh, Spectrum King?
1: Yes. Um,
2: the point source lights we had before, like the
1: SK603, the SK403, that we've moved on from those. Next generation of, of point source, it's called our Maori line. There'll be a MAUI 730 and a MAUI 1050. (laughs) The the model number is the watts it consumes at max power. The the MAUI 730 can easily replace all your double-ended bulb fixtures. And uh, despite all the weirdness in the world with supply chain, craziness, and everything else, we've managed to make a better product and lower the prices in the industry again. So um, that's that's the Phoenix line, the Phoenix 840. Uh, The Phoenix is a, you know, linear bar fixture that covers a four by four. And you know, you see that the, the Phoenix 340 is the veg light. And you have the 680s, pretty much standard for you know, for your growing sort plants. Uh, basically some people want that over the top power. The 680s, really for the bulk, you know, if you're, you need, but if you were someone who wants to really, really crank it up, that's the Phoenix 1050. And uh, the, as I said earlier, the new line is the point source replacements for the, Previous generations six hundred three and four hundred three, um, and that's with the Maui seven hundred thirty and Maui ten fifty. And the the Maui seven hundred thirty really is is better than and covers the better area than your double ended bulb. So it's pretty much a win. Um, a much better spectrum and throw. The the Phoenix are were, I mean, if you've used linear bar fixtures in and, and shorter plants and tighter environments.
2: We have the 680 is the one that we have. Yeah, here. the 680 here, actually, yes. Yeah, so this is the one that we've been running here, and it's kicking ass and taking names. I just couldn't remember which model we have. And the whole fixture,
1: I could live with a finger.
2: You know? Yeah, it's super light. Like because the, the quality crazy, materials right?
1: that we use, we use higher grade stuff, and you get way better heat dissipation, and it weighs less. So...
2: Is this, are you guys gonna look into the two by two tents.
1: <laughs> we kind of have that. We, we, ha, we, ha, we don't have anything in it that goes into a two by two or even a two by four. Um for clones, we have new cloning lights coming out soon, and uh they're even those are are four foot.
2: <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um you know I'll put this out for now since we're talking. Mm-hmm. Um we have uh, a bunch of other cool stuff going on. I'm kind of excited to share with you guys so i'll be headed let me pull this up here mm-hmm. all right so oh no stop sharing. there we go all right so um i'll be headed over to uh, thailand to work with a project on with breeder steve um on pechabon it's gonna be fun um looking forward to that so we headed over there for a couple months and uh yeah so that's uh that's gonna happen what's cool is is that uh the show's time is just in the morning it's it's about 12 hours ahead of central time so uh, i'll just have a friday morning stuff show instead of a thursday evening show so no difference to me that'll be fun but uh, i was excited to share that with you guys um kind of a, a neat thing he's the guy who kind of started aquaponic cannabis so um really really looking forward to that and uh working in a whole other continent i haven't worked in asia yet so uh, another one off the list so super stoked um we have a whole bunch of cool genetics from his pool and i'm going to bring or we're, we're working on getting some of our stuff registered to get it sent over there and uh uh yeah it's going to be good times so uh definitely looking forward to that although there's about three times as many venomous snakes up there than there was in zimbabwe so
0: um
2: you know Got to deal with that, but that's okay because uh, most of them aren't spitting, so it's okay. So definitely looking forward to, to working on Breeder Steve. Kind of a dream opportunity. you know, uh, Guy who I've smoked a lot of his strains uh, and I get to work with him there in Thailand on one of his bigger projects. So uh, super stoked to be heading that up as far as cultivation team. Um, really, really, really awesome and, and really, really looking forward to that. So, yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, again... <laughs> Should check out the festival. Um, come hang out. I'll be there. Chris Trump will be there. If you haven't gone to anything out there this summer, come hang out. Me and I'm at my silly at the festival, about an hour south of uh, Seattle. Um, Cast has put a lot of time into putting this together and put together a really amazing event. Um, I'll pull up the speakers here because really is kind of an all star team. You got Tony Alvarez. He's a foraging expert. We got um, Maze Alice. he's a, a weaver and uh, a plant worker. We have uh, Lydia Abernathy, who's an agricultural consultant and educator. We have uh, Ava Avass, She was on the show the other day, um, uh, last week. So that was a really good episode. Go back and check that out. Uh, She's a mushroom cultivator. We have Jasper uh, Deregis. He's a a, a fungal expert as well uh, with the uh, Fungi Academy. Um, we got Chad Harris. Uh, we have just a whole bunch of wonderful people. Uh, Chef Janin, Warren Hill, um, Danston Kunan, uh, Kwanda. Sorry, uh, if I mispronounce your name. Um, <laughs> a whole bunch of other awesome people who have names I'm not going to even try to pronounce. Um, but I'll be there. Uh, Chris Trump will be there. Matt Powers will be there. Be sure to check out the episode we did with him uh, two weeks ago. It was really good. Um and a whole bunch of other awesome people. So come hang out. Uh, it's going to be a really amazing weekend uh, up in the middle of the forest. Uh, you know, really, really great time with a bunch of amazing people. So, all right. Well, um, also be sure to check out our classes at thepestclass.com and uh, apmjclass.com. We do have an IPM class and a aquaponic cannabis class. I will also be adding soon a mineral and microbe class. Uh, I have the whole thing together I'm just in the process of filming that. So that if you're just a regular aquaponics user and you want kind of that advanced knowledge on mineralization or microbial additives for aquaponics, uh, you'll have that at your disposal. Um, we will have that available soon and then we'll eventually have a design course. So um, that'll kind of be replacing the original uh, advanced class. No, there's no vax, uh, anything for Thailand. They're, they're actually sane there. Um, they actually did, did lowered um, uh, COVID's uh, safety threshold to the same as the flu in, in Thailand uh, as of today. So um, there's no more craziness there. They're over it. So definitely uh, um, <clears throat> excited to head overseas again. Um, you know uh, that was something that I was really uh, enjoyed doing before COVID. And uh, now that uh, everything's kind of slowly getting back to normal, um, yeah, it's time to uh, take on things. When you get an opportunity like that to go and uh, work with, uh, you know, someone like Breeder Steve on a big operation um, in, in Thailand, you know, you, you don't say no. You know, you jump when life gives you an opportunity like that. And that's for sure. One of the cool things I want to show off, some I'm working on. So I think a lot of people do K&F and stuff like that. A lot of people do K and F and stuff and they're trying to find out like ways to adapt forever. So I've been working on this like, you know, simple tech, making little IMO collection boxes out of one gallon containers, putting slits in the bottom um, as a way to like very cheaply have IMO boxes. You take the screen off, um, you know, off the top, just let it breathe. Um, but this has worked really well for keeping the rats and stuff out and and the other bugs where you can just sit this out with that and and it keeps most of the pests out. So again, just as something that's recyclable and cheap. I know it's not wood. I know it's plastic. I know a lot of people have problems with that, but it's just been kind of like a way to try and how can we get this to be cheap and adaptable to people wherever they are, Um, which I think is maybe a little bit more important than uh, worrying about wood or plastic. So um, yeah, just a project I've been working on. We had a uh, a couple, I'm kind of setting out some different samples, just trying to uh, double check and make sure that um, this works as good as we had hoped with some of the early uh, tests and uh, yeah, especially since we live in a little more urban area, kind of seeing if we can make it work even in that kind of scenario, so it's kind of fun. But yeah, uh, definitely check it out. Something to think about. If you have a bunch of these uh, sitting around, you know, simple way to make a little IMO box. Uh, it breathes, keeps most of the insects out and uh, put a couple slits in the bottom, put your rice in there, set it out, and you got super cheap, simple IMO collection boxes. Um, And you can just, you know, not feel bad about buying that jug of iced tea at the store when it's hot on a a Saturday or whatever. So, all right, well, thank you everybody for watching. Um, Again, you can check them out over, I'll throw that up here on the screen with more. Again, uh, the reason why we had them on the show is because we use them a lot with a lot of the different larger systems. Um, it has been one of the few products that we, especially for cycling, has been really good for some of the results as far as mineral mineral PPMs in the water. Again, we test all of our water every two weeks on most of our commercial systems. So, um, you know, we have a very good idea of what's going on in the mineralization process, uh, and it certainly helps quite a bit. Or you can go to uh, uh, growwithmore.us, growwithmore on Instagram. And then check out my silly at the festival.com. Uh, if you want to come check out us out in Washington next weekend and uh, appreciate everybody on the show tonight. Um, uh, thank you again to Jasper and uh, you can check me out at potent SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, all the things. And be sure should check out our other new show called Dat smoke show DAT smoke show. Uh, and we have a separate YouTube channel. Um, I won't always be on there. Uh, Wes and I are kind of uh, co-hosting that channel. Uh, along with a couple of other people, so that we have kind of a separate kind of hangout channel. It's a little more loose, it's not it's structured, it's not focused on plant science uh, as much as this channel is. It's more of a laid back, have fun, talk about interesting, cool topics. We have music, we talk about cooking recipes, we talk about mixed drinks, we talk about, you know, just fun stuff that's a little bit different than the show. So, uh, if you haven't checked out that show already, check it out. So, um, yeah definitely looking forward to uh uh doing that um and uh yeah thanks everybody for watching Uh, thanks brendan for being on the show um how do people find you um out there somewhere you can check him out at uh, spectrum king yeah whether it's brendan at spectrum
1: or brendan at biocat.us microbials one side or the lighting the other
2: if you haven't checked out his episodes on lighting if you just want to understand how lighting works with plants Watch the first two episodes with him. It was like episode 30-something, episode 50-something, uh, where he was on the show because he spent on each of those two to three hours just talking about lighting science, not about product lights really, just about how the plant intakes in different wavelengths of light and all kinds of uh, cool stuff. So if you haven't checked that out, uh, definitely go ahead and, and check out those talks because especially that first one you did really broke down the science really, really well. And it's still one of the better talks out there. Uh, on all of YouTube, in terms of light science and plants. Thanks everybody for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys again. Um, I'm gonna have an episode on Monday, I think, and then uh, we will not have an episode Thursday. I will be flying uh, when the ep- uh, episode would normally be happening. um We might do a late episode. We'll kind of see. There, there's some cool stuff going on, but I, I gotta see if we can stream from there or not uh, on Thursday. But uh, if we can, we might do a later than normal episode if we do have a show next week. Um, Alrighty. Uh, Thanks everybody for watching and we'll catch you guys again uh, next week on Monday. Cheers.